Hello, and welcome to Cinedrunk, the podcast where we're drunk on cinema and alcohol, brought to you by Cinemunch.com. I'm your host, Matt, joined by Elizabeth. Hello. Nathan is out ill, um, and I guess this should be our, our, our second annual Tell-It-Drunk, because what are, what are we talking about, yes, Elizabeth? Yes, we are talking about the upcoming Emmys, the mm-hmm. Emmy nominations, predictions, the drama, the dresses. We aren't really talking no. about dresses. Um, but it was fitting that this one we did as much as we will miss him without Nathan, because Nathan does not watch so much television. No. Particularly not scripted. He's been watching a lot of Survivor, like old <laughs> seasons of Survivor, but I don't think that's really going to factor into the Emmy nominee. I hope, he does, a, wins I hope he does a spin-off podcast that's <laughs> just like Survivor Reflections and just I talks about so. past like 10 a... years gone seasons of Survivor. I would listen to that. Yes, so we're going to go through sort of the big categories, because I don't think any of you care about best miniseries. Oh. Well, maybe you do, but we don't care about you, so. <laughs> um, That's always true. <laughs> just in general. Just in general. We have nothing but spite towards our <laughs> listeners. Uh, no, but we're going to go through the drama and comedy categories, and mm-hmm. we'll say... Our predictions for who will win, any dark horses we might predict for winning, and who um, we'd vote for, and who we'd vote for. What are we? What are we drinking? Oh yes, Wilson's predicting the uh, Emmys is a dirty business. We're drinking dirty martinis. We are so super dirty. Yeah, very mm-hmm. dirty. I feel like I'm in Mad Men. As in, I don't know if they have martinis. I've never actually watched Mad Men, unfortunately. They do. I feel like, I mean, Don Draper is more of a whiskey man, but that's all right. Um, And just before we get super into it, so there have been lots of changes to the Emmy voting this year, and I won't go through it all because rules are (laughs) known to be thrilling to listen to. My favorite. But needless to say, they've upgraded one. Now everyone has to vote digitally online and they also changed the way people screen it which is they partnered with google chromecast so everyone had to stream it there were no dvd screeners handed out um and also more people were able to vote in their peer groups so we'll see this could be an exciting emmys this could finally be the emmys where some interesting things and new things win Maybe younger skewing things wins, and sort of the technology aspect seems like it might alienate Skew, some yeah. older viewers. Or it could be the same old shitty Emmys ever, and Modern Family is going to win its 17th trophy. But we but shall But there's no more Jim Parsons. So. No more Jim Parsons. Or Julie. Is Julie Bowen nominated? She sure is. Oh, I forget about her. <laughs> well, that category does have like eight, nine, nine people eight. in it. Yeah, correct. All right, so without further ado, we're going to start with drama, since, as we've talked about, we care far less about drama series. When it comes to the Emmys and whenever they're nominated. Correct, that's what I mean. this is true. Um, So let's start with probably the least interesting to me, which is supporting actor in a drama. I will concur on not as interesting. The nominees for uh, Best Drama Supporting Actor are Jonathan Banks in Better Call Saul, Jim Carter in Downton Abbey, somehow he gets nominated every year, (laughs) Alan Cumming for The Good Wife, Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly for House of Cards, and Ben Mendelsohn for Bloodline. Elizabeth, who wins? Um, I think this year, I think it's pretty easily, easily, (laughs) oh, dirty martini. Um, (laughs) 
I think it's going to be Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul. As do I, actually, and I've never seen it. Have you, you did watch Breaking Bad. I watched Breaking Bad. I have not seen Better Call Saul, but Jonathan Banks was a big favorite on Breaking Bad, and he was incredible, and he didn't end up winning an Emmy for it. He was kind of favored that year, but I think Aaron Paul ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also just his competition is... Weak sauce? Weak. I mean, I love Peter Dinklage on Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. but he didn't have much to do at all this season. Do you know which episode? He did. He did Hard Home, which is episode eight, and it's this scene... It does not, like feature him no it's really just one scene which is a great scene which is where he is meeting with Amelia Clark and yes. the two of them have the conversation and it's okay I can see why it's an incredible that. because he also didn't have very many strong it's not like past seasons he didn't have that many strong scenes and it's probably his most especially compared to last year correct with the trial and all that yeah, yeah yeah correct but then if they watch the whole episode too you would completely forget about it by the time you get through spoiler alert ice zombies so right. like <laughs> Who the fuck? But at least he has the benefit of that happening before that action happens. So if they don't sit through the whole episode, then they see just... Yeah. Well, I also think it'll be Jonathan Banks. If it's not Jonathan Banks, I, I think the could win is Ben Mendelsohn for Bloodline. He is my dark horse as well. Well, there you go. I, I'm Again, I haven't, haven't watched that, but I think he's a respected actor who people like and know from lots of things, and apparently it's a really showy yeah. supporting role. Um and, you know, that worked for, like, Bobby Cannavale a few years ago with right. Boardwalk Empire, kind of one out of nowhere. Right. And I think the same could happen for this if enough people have or watch Bloodline. Yeah. Well, I think he's actually my vote. If I have to vote mm-hmm. for this... I mean, again, I, I was a little bit torn between Peter Dinklage just because I love him and think he's consistently good, but he didn't have a particularly interesting season. Um, but Ben, ben Mendelsohn is great in that it is a some way showy performance, but he doesn't perform it as such. Like, Bonnie Cannavale. Oh, God. Oh, Bobby Cannavale? Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he literally had, like, foam coming out of his mouth. Yeah. That sort of performance. Not so with Ben Mendelsohn. Like, he is a really... I really... I think I like him more as an actor than I necessarily liked his role or the show overall. Mm -hmm. But I came away with it being, like, oh my god, I'm scared of him, I'm intrigued by him, he's an interesting, there's a lot happening just going on between the eyes that's left unsaid, that's left sort of unperformed, that I think he could be be an intriguing, but I just don't know if Bloodline has that sort of support. Right. Um, Well, if I were voting, I would give it to Michael Kelly of these nominees. I did like him a lot, too, actually. Yeah, and I don't even know if this is his best season, I just think he's done consistently really great Quiet, supporting yes. work um, on the House of Cards. Yes. So give it to him. Let's move to the ladies. Who are, who are our nominees Ooh, for well, supporting actress? Our nominees are Uzu Aduba for Orange is the New Black, Christine Baranski for The Good Wife, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones, Joanne Froggett for Dungeon Abbey, <laughs> Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, and Christina Hendricks' Mad Men. And... Maddie, who wins? Uh, I would bet that we have the same, that we think it'll be Lena Headey for Game of Thrones. I do. Okay. But narrowly. Yeah. No, I think it's close, especially because in the supporting categories, the Emmys tend to throw shit at the wall. Yeah. 
And you're like, that stuck? Really? Enough people voted for that? And maybe the new voting rules will change things around and maybe the more populous yeah. or frontrunners, who we th perceive as frontrunners, will end up taking it with the new voting system. But I think her episode with the whole walk of shame is yeah. really strong showcase for her and for that character and I think she nails it. I agree. I think the one big thing that's holding her back oh well first off I think her I think the dark horse to beat her is Uzo Aduba. Really? Um I mean Christina Hendricks is like right there too just because she's never won and it's the last season, but then again the Emmys has never seemed particularly interested in the acting on Mad on yeah, Men. And it's so Stylized and period specific. I feel like if Christine, no, I was like, great. Christine <laughs> Hendricks, Christina Hendricks, if she was going to win, she would have won a few years I ago. I agree, because she's had stronger material. Yeah. I think it was two years ago was by far her best. But the only problem with Lena Headey is that her episode, she doesn't appear for the first 45 minutes at all. Oh, really? Which means the voters have to make it through 45 minutes, which if they aren't Game of Thrones watchers, they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Because yeah. as you all would if you jumped into season five of Game of Thrones, <laughs> before they get to her scene. And I think that that's the only... Because before I found out that statistic today, I was like, Lena Headey, of course, because I think it's an incredible performance. She's been turning in an incredible performance, in my opinion, for five seasons. She got nominated last year, so they obviously like her. This season, she had by far the biggest arc. I mean, the journey that her character takes, mostly wordlessly, just from the start of that scene to the end, when that zombie mountain is yeah, holding mountain, her, yeah. is incredible, but... You know, I'm curious to see if this year, because I feel like in past years she wouldn't win just because you have to sit through 45 minutes of other stuff before you even before you get, get before she even appears wow. on screen. But maybe this year with younger, hipper voters. Right. And I feel like, especially with that whole walk of shame scene, it sort of broke into the public consciousness, even if you're yeah. not a Game of Thrones watcher. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, she, especially, yeah, with the momentum from a nomination last year. Right. Reza. She's riding that wave, and I think she'd get my vote, too. Oh, she's a hundred percent my vote, and I hope. And I, I was, we've Elizabeth and I have debated her the merits of her performance since I binge watched all of Game of Thrones <laughs> last summer. I, I was not on board the Lena Headey Express for quite a while. I, I liked her, but I didn't. I, I thought it was such a fascinating character that she could be doing more with. And and I see what she's doing now. I like it. I think the runner up, if it's not Lena Headey, is actually going to be Christine Baranski. Possibly, yeah. someone that they love who's never been rewarded for The Good Wife. I think this is The Good Wife's best shot this year at a major award. It's on network TV. Right. She could bubble up. You never know. It is. But I think they've said that next year is going to be its last season. So I feel like they'll hold off hold and off. wait a year. But Uzo Aduba by far has the, the strongest episode submission. I just worry with that. Sh I, I still consider that show a comedy. I think it, it is, is a comedy. It is, but her episode, first off, season two dipped the most, I think, into dramatic. And her episode that she submitted is the backstory for her character, and that's when she's tied up with Lorraine yeah. Toussaint's character. So while she's very much comic relief in the first season, she's very much comic relief in the third season. This is for the second season, and it's heartbreaking, and it's pretty stunning. So I feel like if they're actually just going on up, and she's in it throughout. 
So I feel like be. and she, she's certainly well loved. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, again, my vote and my I'm really hoping for Lena Headey because I think that performance and the cumulative of all of it is incredible. But I think if it's really just episode strength, I think Uzo would be hard to beat. Yeah. But we'll see. We shall. Before we get to the leads, let's quick bang out writing directing. Um, oh, yeah. Not that we have to go through all the nominees, but um, I think drama writing goes to Mad Men Agreed. for its final episode just yeah. because, but obviously my butt would go to do male robots dream of electric sheep because it's the Americans' first like major nomination besides Margot Martindale getting it every year for um, guest actress and the Americans. Is, if you listen to our Emmy podcast last year, you know it's my fave show on television and it still is. God damn, that show is so good. I hate that it's not nominated for drama series. Yeah. And drama directing, I think it'll be the Nick for Steven Soderbergh. Oh, really? Yeah, the pilot, Methods and Madness. Right. Which I haven't seen. Right. I, I don't know, know if that's the pilot. I don't know. Um, but that or one of the Game of Thrones episodes, I guess. Right. I have, to be honest, I didn't pay attention enough to pick which one I would vote for, but I would probably throw it to the Americans for writing, too, just because it's the Americans, and that's a great show. Um, I think it'll for sure be the Mad Men finale, which was a super strong finale, and mm-hmm. finales are often places where writers can whiff. <laughs> Because That's it's, true. it's hard to sort of... There's a lot of pressure. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that directing will go to Game of Thrones, and I think it will go for Mother's Mercy. Which is the finale. Which is the finale. Yeah. I don't think it'll go for the other one it got nominated for, which is the Sansa rape oh. episode. Yeah, and I'm really baffled, though, as to why Hard Home was not nominated because to me that's the strongest it didn't get directorial. three nominations in that category I don't know it might even have three but one of them is it's not, not hard home, home I know is, then they didn't submit it right which is really bizarre to me because that's to a me the directing best showcase directed yeah. I mean that was like a mini movie and it's well my my pick for drama directing would be the Homeland episode that got from A to B and back again I didn't really like that episode oh no fine <laughs> it just felt like it was like re-spinning its wheels from previous seasons. Oh, I disagree. Well, agree to disagree. We will. <laughs> Moving on to lead actor in a dramatic series. The nominees are Kyle Chandler for Bloodline, Jeff Daniels for The Newsroom, oh, uh, John Hamm for Mad Men, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Liv Schreiber for Ray Donovan, and Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. I mean, obviously it's going to be Jeff Daniels for a two-peat this is almost like, I mean, it's not as shitty as comedy actor from last year, but I also haven't seen most of these shows, right. but it, I'm like, eh, right. I, don't, I don't care. Right. Like, so much so that Kevin Spacey would get my vote. Oh, God. <laughs> He's six. I know you're not a Oh, fan. right, because you haven't watched Mad Men. Right. I think, I think John Hamm's going to win, though. Yeah. I worry because Emmys, again, is not always particularly... Sometimes it's sentimental, and sometimes it's not sentimental at all. Right. I mean, Steve Carell didn't win for The Office. Correct. And you brought up the Frasier example from earlier, which is that mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer and... Um, David Hyde Pierce. Yes. Both came back to win again, having, having not been nominated. Season. yeah. But John Hamm has never won. So I feel like it would be different if John Hamm... If it was, was like a Brian Cranston situation yeah. where he won early on for the beginning of the run... Stepped out for a while and then in the last season won again. But they've never awarded John Hamm. But I still think, especially up against this lot, 
Who's your who was the dark horse, or who do you think is runner up? I said Kevin Spacey just because mm-hmm. he's got the movie star thing, and some people really love House of Cards. I think it's Bob Odenkirk. I think he could be too. Yeah. I mean, I really. I don't know though. I mean, this could could be Jeff Daniels. Could be Kyle Chandler. Could be, but it's probably not Leo Schreiber. But maybe. But you never fucking know. <laughs> Who would be your vote? Well, you well, already Kevin said Spacey, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Mine would be John Hamm easily. Although I did like, um, uh, I did like Kyle Chandler a lot in Bloodlines. I just the show overall, I didn't like as well as I wanted <laughs> to. Well, partly because it has an amazing cast and it ha- had a really great like sort of tone and stuff going for it at the beginning and I just had more expectation for it that it didn't quite live up to. But he's great in it. But okay. I would still vote for John Hamm. I hope he wins. Okay. We're rooting for you, Johnny. Crazy. I think I do think just to mention John Hamm, I have a feeling that even if he does not win in Best Actor Drama Series, I think he's going to win for Guest Actor in, in a, a comedy. comedy. I don't think so, and I hope he doesn't. Not that I didn't like him on that. I just if Bradley Whitford doesn't win for Transparent, I will be upset. Yeah, but they do weird things in the guest. I it's know, rarely I know. the one that. I mean, they didn't even nominate Pedro Pascal last year. Right. Well, which, I can see why. I can't. Okay. Well, no, I can't. You're Fuck right. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he definitely has a has a shot there. Right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will. Who are the ladies? Well, the ladies. Drama actress. The dramatically performing ladies are um, Claire Danes for Homeland, Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder, Taraji P. Henson, Empire, Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. Elizabeth Moss, Mad Men, Robin Wright, House of Cards. Who wins, darling? Viola Davis. How to get away with murder. That's what I say, too. Although, I think there's a chance she couldn't just because the show was shit. It really was. I had to give up watching that show because I could not. As much as I love Viola Davis. And the episode she selected, it's the one that everyone has written around about as if it like changed the fucking face of television because she takes her wig off. Oh, I thought that's not the one she chose. It is. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Are you, I, I'm pretty sure she picked a different one. Oh, maybe she did. I think she did. Oh, maybe and she I did. And I was surprised because it was almost like, wait, Robin Wright didn't choose the interview one last year, which was crazy. Oh, it is crazy. I don't think she did choose the... Oh, maybe she chose the different... I mean, the, the episode name is uh, freaking whack-a-mole, but that means nothing to me. Or maybe it is. I don't remember. Whatever. I still think she's going to win. I think she will just on the strength of being Viola Davis. Which is a good strength to have, yep. being Viola Davis. I think Taraji P. Hansen could take it, mm-hmm. um, especially because the show didn't get in elsewhere. People could sort of rally around her. Yeah. Um, I think my runner-up for who could win is Robin Wright for House of Cards. I think she had a really strong season. She did, although she picked a weird episode. She and Kevin Kevin Spacey did the same one. It's the one where she um, has the press conference at the end. Oh, no, I love that. Where they're in Russia and she's in the South. No, I love that whole storyline. I thought that was so strong. I I thought she was really strong. It is. The problem with her is that she's just sort of always understated and cold, and it's intentional for the character, but it's not like... She's actually my pick for the win, too. I think if you 
I don't disagree. I, I like her. And she, because I did not like the third season, but I liked her general arc. But I think she's one who, like, in an isolated episode doesn't shine the way if you see, as opposed to mm, when you get thing. to see. Yeah. I Which doesn't mean that. any. I mean, I also think that honestly, I, my pick for Dark Horse is Tatiana Maslany. I was going to ask what you thought her chances were. But I, even that is tricky because it's definitely a show not unlike Game of Thrones that if you get thrown into it and you have not been watching, you'll be like, what the fuck is happening? But I feel like it's still easy However, to yeah, I mean, marvel at how many people she's playing and how well they pull that off. Right. And yeah. there's basically literally not a scene of that episode that she is not in. But she's in, in it as right. six different characters, right. which is really impressive. And I think that maybe the fact that she finally broke into the care into the category, I feel like that was the bigger hump. The that, hurdle, yeah. And now that she's in, it could be, yeah. But I don't. I think with I think with Viola and Taraji, and the fact that this is the first time ever this category has had two women of color nominated. In this and this category. is the only category, or no? Someone, a black actress, has won this category before. We'll no, talk about I don't it. think so. Mm-hmm. Or is there a trivia question about that later? Fuck, there well. So I won't answer that question. Um, no. um, but, but if my... I wasn't voting for Robin Wright, I would vote for Claire Danes, who I still think is just knocking it out of the park yep. on Homeland. Fair enough. My vote would be for Elizabeth Moss, because she's been incredible on Mad Men, and she was one of my favorite characters from the beginning. And I can't believe she doesn't have an Emmy. I can't believe she didn't get an Emmy when she also was nominated for Top of the Lake and when she's spectacular. And I can't believe she's a Scientologist to boot. Don't talk about it. It bums me out. <laughs> but she's super talented. Uh, do we want to move to comedy or just bang out the rest of drama and do drama series? Let's just do drama Fish series because who, who the fuck cares? Not, not I. So Don't would you like to... Uh, do the nominees? Yes. Sure, the nominees for Best Drama Series are Better Call Saul, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, Homeland, House of Cards, Mad Men, and Orange is the New Black. Once again, not a network show among the bunch. Mm-hmm. And this year they expanded both drama and comedy to seven nominees. Right. So you got Homeland that got back in. You had Better Call Saul sort of take the place of its predecessor, Breaking Bad. Why, before we go to the actual category, mm-hmm. why is Downton Abbey still getting nominated? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I get that in the first seasons, because it it is just a soap opera, but it has the like period British sheen. It checks off a lot of boxes. I mean, it, I, I mean, if there's good, still good performances and good roles yes. on there. Actors like it. It's still part of like the public consciousness. But the like, writing is costumes and art direction. All that is still the writing is despicably atrocious at this point. Oh, it has fallen down a, a huge flight of stairs. It I mean, you might have. Just... <laughs> it has slipped on the soap outside of the bathtub and just completely and just fully miscarried any, <laughs> oh, any, chance. any any chance of a rebirth. <laughs> As it heads into its final season, it should be post-birth aborted, really. Oh. I mean, I still watch it. I totally still watch it. No, I do too. But I just, of the the many, many options, I just can't fathom why it is still being nominated. And this is the Emmys. Once you're in, you're probably in for the next several years, whether or not you deserve it or not. I know, but it's... And again... I, I would write in the Americans as my vote. I would be like, screw all of these. Down Nabby, you spoil the whole lot. 
the Americans, you get my vote. Fair enough. Uh, what do you think wins? I narrowly think Mad Men wins for its last season. I do too. Yeah. I think uh, overall the last season was not as strong as previous seasons, but I think it'll just against this group and because it's Mad Men and it feels very important, I think it'll win. I think it'll win more because it feels very important. Although I do think that Game of Thrones this particular is, year is knock, knock, knocking at its door. So that's I, my, I think that's that's the my dark horse. Yep. Especially just because I got so many other nominations and not just in all of the technical categories that obviously it would get in for because Right, of, like Amelia Clark got in again even though she didn't deserve to. No, not and at And it all. got writing and directing. Three, like it, yeah, yeah, three acting, a couple of directing, a writing or two. Is it nominated? For, I think it's only nominated for one. Or just one writing and two or three directing. I don't know. Still, a lot of like big ones that seems like maybe finally... And I also think just sort of the zeitgeist around it has yeah. hit its peak. I mean, personally, I think that season four was stronger than this past season, but I think I would still, out of this lot, if I couldn't do a write-in, I would vote for Game of Thrones easily. Yeah, I guess. Of, of those, if I had to not do a write-in vote for the Americans, I would vote for Game of Thrones. Or if not Orange is the New Black, my problem is, is that just... Feels to me I, like I a just comedy. wouldn't even consider it because I'm upset that it's not in comedy. Correct. All right. Speaking of which, let's move to the comedy. You ready, Chuckles? I'm ready, lady. Also ready for me to call you Chuckles. I'm ready, Lucy. Let's... Oh, Lucy. I love to laugh. Let's, All right. Uh, supporting actor. Supporting actor in a comedy. We have Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine Nine, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Ty Burrell, Modern Family, because he can never not be nominated. I mean, I do love Ty Burrell, so it's okay. <laughs> Adam Driver for Girls, because he's a movie star now, so they keep nominating him. <laughs> I also love Adam Driver, but just why? Uh, I'm just going to editorialize on all of these. Just commentary. Tony Hale for Veep, and Keegan-Michael Key for Key and Peele, which makes me really pleased that he got in there. Yeah, though the not Peele. Or Peel, but or wait, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Keegan Michael Key, yes, yeah. Key. Okay, I think they nominated the more attractive of the two. But Agreed. Um, well, so the past five years, <laughs> if I predicted Ty Burrell, he hasn't won, but if I predicted someone else, Ty Burrell did win. So I'm gonna predict Ty Burrell. <laughs> So that means he probably won't win, but if he wins again and I didn't predict him, then I'll be upset that I didn't predict him. So by that Emmy logic, which is sound Emmy logic, I'm going to predict Ty Burrell wins his third for a second year in a row. Or would it be his fourth? No, it'd be his... I think it's his third. It would be his third, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really feel, and maybe this is just my psychically needing it, to happen, that the tides have sort of moved on past Modern Family. Mm -hmm. um, so my prediction is Tony Hale. Okay. Wins um, a second for Veep. Which is partly because it seems like this, I mean, Veep got a ton of nominations this year. Yeah, it's only gotten more and more every year. More and more every year, and Tony Hale submitted a really great episode. He, by which far, one is this? Though, <laughs> though it's called, like, The East Wing. 
I think, uh, but it's the one where he is planning the state dinner for near Selena and goes way yeah. near the beginning. It's yeah. like the second episode, yeah. second or third. And he goes way over budget. <laughs> yeah. And then she takes him in and they have that whole amazing confrontation scene where she's like, you would be no, like nothing without, like you're nothing, you're nobody. And then he like bites her back and says yeah. like, would anyone do for you what I did for you? And they have this moment and then they end up eating the cake. Yeah. Um, the William Henry Harrison cake. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely his best episode. He gets to be dramatic in it. He gets to be very funny. It's a, it's a dynamic episode selection, and I think with momentum heading towards that show's area, too, I think that he will win again. If not him, who? Uh, my Dark Horse is actually Titus Burgess. Mine, too. I don't think it'll happen, but it, it could. It could. I think he didn't select the best, though. Oh. I mean, he it's an episode where, if you've watched it, he's making an amazing music video called Pinot Pino Noir, Noir. I figured he would. Which is, that in itself, the video is hilarious, but for much of the storyline, he's partnered with Carol Kane, who I love, but just, her character for me is the big one that doesn't work on that show. So he's saddled with a B-plot that when he's not working on the video or the video isn't happening, isn't that great, mm. um, which is unfortunate. If I were him, I would have submitted there's an episode where he wants a promotion at his work but is told he doesn't read, he can't read straight enough, he can't play straight. Mm. So he goes to that And he ends up going to yeah. a coach. That's pretty good. Which is pretty terrific. And it's a little, it just shows a little bit more range from him, too. Yeah. But I love him on that show, and I would not be disappointed for him to win, and he would be my vote. He would definitely not be my vote. I was <laughs> not a, a fan of that show. I know you were not. My vote actually would be Ty Burrell of these nominees. Sorry about it. <laughs> you fucker. I know, I don't, I don't know why. I, just of them, like, I... Adam Driver, I think, is doing too dramatic a work. Yeah, I, I, for real, I don't understand why he keeps getting nominated. I mean, I like him, and I like him on that show. I think that's a really strong character, but I, it's this is supporting actor in a comedy. Right, that's what I'm saying, especially compared to the other people. You know, when you get to lead in comedy categories, they often get super, like, is this a comedy? Right, which kind of makes sense. You have to carry a whole show, right. and you're the protagonist, Right. Usually, like, but for supporting, more. they usually go for the like legit comedic performances. And when you have, I mean, Andre Brower, I would also vote for him. I really like him in that show. I do too. I just also think it's a great character, but there's not enough like detail or range yet. Like we're still learning mm -hmm. bits and pieces about the character, but right. it's still not enough for me to vote for him for an award. I really like him, and I think he's not, like, wasting space in the category right. as a nominee. And then I always have, not trouble, but I don't think I'd ever vote for someone that's on a sketch series. Right. Because it's just totally different. How do you judge someone that's doing, like, six characters right. within a half-hour episode that you'll never see again? I no, mean, totally It's totally agree. different acting. I do love Tony Hale on Veep, and I would consider it, but... I would vote for him, too. I would, I mean, I and I like Ty Burrell. To be honest, this category doesn't really have a person I dislike. I think they're all strong performers. I agree. Um, so really, any of them could, even Adam Driver could win, and I wouldn't be, like, 
this wouldn't be like a John Cryer type situation. Right. <laughs> no, like, any, of, any of them could win and I would be fine. This isn't a Jeff Daniels. No. Um, but I think Ty Burrell, just because he's been rewarded so much for right. it, yeah. it would not be my vote. But Agreed. I'll forgive you. For now, Moving right, on. let's move on to the ladies. Comedy supporting actress. Uh, because of ties, instead of six, there were eight women nominated in this category, including Maya Bialik for The Big Bang Theory, Julie Bowen for Modern Family, Anna Chlumsky for Veep, Gabby Hoffman for Transparent, Allison Janney for Mom, Jane, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jane Krakowski for The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, and in a huge shocker, Niecy Nash for Getting On, which I still think is like the craziest, most awesome nomination that happened. I'm only going to communicate with yeah, sound, effects. sound effects. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, who do you think is going to win? I think it'll be Alice and Janney again. I go back and forth, especially with when there's eight people. Like, clearly yes. there's not that much consensus right. to, like, a, a clear favorite. And she won last year. Well, she won twice last year. Yeah. And she could win twice again this year. Yeah. I think she's she's gotten her due, but she also won, like, 804 times for West Wing, like, Clearly, the Emmys don't have a problem over-rewarding someone. Right. If they like what she's doing, they'll probably like it the next year. Right. I think she wins again. Um, well, I'm going... I really shouldn't, but I'm sort of flipping them. I'm, I'm pushing Alice and Janney out to Dark Horse and moving Anna Klumski in. She's my runner-up. Um, yeah. For one, I just think Anna Klumski has a fucking amazing Emmy submission. Oh, I mean, one sure. that when it aired, I was like... This is that it. That is the submission, of course. Um, but also, I just feel like Mom, I mean, Allison, it doesn't always matter, but Allison Janney is, that shows, one nomination. She was her old, it was the only nomination last year. So while people love Allison Janney, I, I don't feel like there's necessarily a love for her show. Sure. Or the material, which right, makes me kind of think West last Wing, year yeah. she won just for being Alice and Janney. Yep. At, right, as opposed to West Wing. Mm -hmm. And again, the same with why I'm going Tony Hale for supporting actor. I just feel like there's this momentum and it's been building over several years now for Veep. Mm -hmm. That I'm, so. I'm pushing Anna in there. But that's also... She's great. That's also my own, you know... Hey, you gotta... You I may be projecting, because she would also be my vote. I think my vote would be Gabby Hoffman. Yeah, well... Transparent. Yeah. She was fucking great in that show. She was. My problem with Transparent is just that... It's not a comedy. It's not really a comedy. Yeah. I, I hear that. I do. And I've that, already because made I that did debate a few minutes ago. I but. did debate over whether I personally would vote for Gabby or, or Anna. And for me, it's just that... Anna is giving a comedic performance yep. versus what Gabby is doing. Tones. But you know I love my girl Gabby. Sure do. Sure, sure do. All right. So that, that, we covered that. Yeah. Sporting actress. Uh, let's move on to the... Well, let's quick do writing and directing. Bang that out. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I feel like it's down to the transparent episodes versus the beep episodes for <laughs> both writing and directing. And I, I can't decide. I really can't. Yeah, I feel like it's the same as in drama where I was like, I feel like Mad Men and Game of Thrones have the momentum, so I just split it. Yeah. And I did the same. I think Veep will win for directing um, because it's the one that's set up all as a C-SPAN. The testimony episode. Yeah. yeah. As a as a congressional hearing, which is just such a 
funny and fresh way to direct that I think it's the most showy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think for writing, it will go to transparent for the, the pilot. pilot. Yeah, they love rewarding pilots. I can pretty much guarantee transparent wins one of them, mm-hmm. if not both. So I just predicted it for both because right. I feel like it'll take one of them and I don't want to, whatever one I think it'll lose, it'll probably win. And whatever <laughs> one I pick to win, it'll lose. So. I just feel like when you think of Jill Soloway, you think like, the backstory and the backstory and the well, and writing also, and she's the been creation. involved in other great shows right yeah 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 but I mean I could be I'd also could win for both which wouldn't be disappointing because that's a really great show it's not really mm-hmm. a comedy per se but it's a fucking amazing show agreed and I won't be sad because it means every time Transparent gets a win they'll play its theme song which is beautiful Dustin O'Halloran Dustin O'Halloran yeah mm-hmm. Beautiful theme song. Speaking of, let's go to comedy actor. Mm, Let's. Who are our six nominees? Chuckle it up. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. We have Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Don Cheadle for House of Lies, uh, Louis C.K. Louis, Will Forte, Last Man on Earth, Matt LeBlanc. For episodes, William H. Macy for Shameless, and Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. And I would just like to say that I appreciate that finally this year, this category at least has two actors actually acting in comedies. And it's not a garbage category like it has been in the past. Correct. We were real upset at this category. If you listened to our Emmys podcast last year, I believe Nathan called it bullshit. (laughs) Probably. And abstained from giving any sort of commentary. Because it was. Because he didn't even know what any of the shows were. (laughs) I believe it involved him incredulously just reading the show titles and being like, "Who is that? A real show? House of Lies episodes? (laughs) It's true." Uh, I think this is Jeffrey Tambor's to lose. Even if Transparent doesn't take uh, other major but, awards, it's yeah. easy to award his performance, which is agreed. phenomenal. Agreed. And it's not like they've been particularly strict about awarding it to the most comedic performance. True. And that performance is breath. I mean, it's spectacular. Tiz deserves an award. Yep. If not him, I think it'll be Will Forte. Me too! Um, He's my dark horse. Just because it's the most... It's pretty showy. It's, and yeah. It's easy to watch the pilot, which I think could take either writing or directing. It mm-hmm. might be nominated in both categories, mm-hmm. um, actually. It's a strong pilot, for sure. It is. I didn't love it, so I didn't continue watching the series. But it's got a lot of elements that I can see why or how people would respond Yeah. to it. And I, I do think he's a pretty great actor. And it's a good performance. Yeah. Just not my cuppa. And it's definitely comedic. Like For a sure. legit yep. comedic. Much more so in a than comedian Tamber. In a comedic performance. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I would vote for Jeff Tambor. Yeah. I would 100% vote for Jeffrey Tambor, although I would like to give a special shout out. I'm really delighted that Anthony Anderson got nominated and that Blackish got a nomination because it's actually like, that show is like Modern Family in its first season. It's not like breaking the mold, but it's fresh. It has a slightly different point of view in its voice, and he's a great anchor for that show. Yeah, and this one, again, had ties so that there were seven nominees in that right. category. Uh, well, let's move on to our favorite category. I am in love. Favorite I'm going to marry this category. And worst. 
Right, and probably <laughs> toughest. Best Comedy Actress. Nominees are Edie Falco for Nurse Jackie, Lisa Kudrow for The Comeback, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep, Amy Poehler for Parks and Recreation, Amy Schumer for Inside Amy Schumer, and Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. And really, I mean, Edie Falco is not in a comedy, but even so, she's a great actress, and mm -hmm. this is by far the best category. Yeah, I'd easily kick her out, but of the other five, I adore them all. And that having been said, I would love to get drinks with all six of them. Any day. Like, you ladies can come over to the Cine Drunk headquarters. Please do. For these dirty martinis anytime you wish. Watch the Emmys with us. Just don't it even go. <laughs> or take us as their dates. That too. I think yeah. I would look really great on Julia Louis' arm, you know? I agree. <laughs> I, I can see that pairing. Um, I think Julia Louis wins again. I do too, especially since, as I've said before, Veep has more momentum than ever, and she's won in past seasons. She has a great episode submission, as she always does. Like, she's strong, but the show is strong, yeah. and the competition is strong, so I feel like that just splits support, and she it's easier for her to bubble up. That's the problem. I feel like if it was Julia Louis against one of these other six and then, and then some, some filler filler things yeah. that it would maybe because she's won the past three years it would maybe go to someone new but there's just no one i mean they're just splitting the votes every which way yeah i would love to see an amy poehler win uh, and i think she's the dark horse she would be my vote for sure she's not your runner-up uh could win she is she is not Who, who's your could win well, earlier today I said Lily, um, Lily. Lily Tomlin? Lily Tomlin, thank mm -hmm. you. Yes. I only put the initials and then LT I saw as Lily Taylor, which is not correct. Although I hope she's a surprise. <laughs> she's not even in anything. I just hope no, she, she just gets it right in. <laughs> um, Lily Tomlin, just because she's such a legend and it's like a return to television. Mm -hmm. In a way I could also see Amy Schumer being a dark horse she's got a lot of because she's got a lot of momentum and it could be like the Melissa McCarthy bridesmaids thing where right, she's where really she for winning train, for train wreck. Or Catherine Heigl for Knocked Up. Correct. Yeah. Where she's like, she's just this really important voice. But the difference, I really don't think it will be Amy Schumer because um, one, she's much more divisive than Melissa McCarthy. True. Especially... Currently, Melissa McCarthy has become a little bit more divisive in a way that I don't really understand why, because she's a treasure. Um, but especially the time of Bridesmaids, it was like nothing but goodwill, and people either love or like really hate Amy Schumer and think she's everything wrong in this world. And it's a sketch series. It's a sketch series, which is tougher, and they have numerous other opportunities to award her. Like, right, I think without a doubt, Inside Amy Schumer wins for Best Sketch Series. Hmm. I think she is quite likely to win for either writing or directing the 12 Angry Men episode. episode. Yeah. So I think there are other places. I think it's going to be like a Louis C.K. thing where there are other places to award her. That having been said, I feel like with Trainwreck, there's always the chance that her buzz is just so high that they could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That she could overtake. Uh, my pick, which would be so tough, uh, would actually be Lisa Kudrow. I mean, she's so, if it weren't for the fact that this is Amy Poehler's last chance and it's like a Steve Carell situation where I can't believe between both SNL and Parks and Rec, Amy Poehler does not yeah, have, have an, Emmy. an Emmy in her hand. And then John Cryer has like eight. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> shut James Spader shut might have eight. Shut up. 
Point being. <laughs> yes. No, it's an unjust world. A travesty. But I, I, I mean, Lisa Cooter on the comeback, I was such a fan yeah. of its first season, like, nine or ten years ago, whenever totally. that was. And then I was hesitant for this, like, remounted <laughs> season, but by the end, oh my god, it's so good. I was so on board, and I think yeah. she submitted the finale, mm-hmm. which is unexpectedly so moving. Yeah. It's so, and she again, does a the, lot of dramatic the, stuff throughout the she season. She does, again, actually. actually, the problem, because I watched her episode, the problem being it feels more dramatic than it does comedic, especially when put up, up against um, Julia Louise and Amy's episode. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know if she has a legit It's awkward and rough. She has her fans, and I'm so glad she got the nomination. Yeah. Um, she, would, she would actually be my vote. Mm-hmm. Speaking of votes, let's move on to Best Comedy Series. Let's do. Um, nominees being Louie, Modern Family, Parks and Recreation, Silicon Valley, Transparent, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Veep. Well, first off, thank high heavens that Parks and Recreation got in for its final season. Thank the fucking lord. That, I mean, I could cry. I'm so pleased. Yeah, I mean, just the expansion to seven was worth it for this category. If yeah. If it meant that Parks and Rec... I mean, I hope that Parks and Rec was, like, number one on everyone's ballot. <laughs> it got in no, no matter the number of nominees. <laughs> right. But that's probably not the case. Right. What do you think is ultimately going to be number one on Emmy night? You're still going to do Modern <sighs> Family, aren't you? I am, actually. <laughs> I feel like last year kicked my ass, and it, me being confident that it wasn't going to win. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, last year the momentum was kind of around Orange, or, is, the New Orange Black. is the New Black, which obviously didn't prevail. Um, and obviously there's not a lot of public love for Modern Family. It's totally over-awarded at this point. It's won five years in a row. Right. It's tied Frazier's record. But I just... And actually the what you were saying at the, the top of the podcast about the voting differences actually probably doesn't work in its favor. So no, I'm, I'm probably, so. I've been predicting Veep ever since, even before the nominees came out. And I think that's still a good bet, especially because this is the first year Modern Family didn't get nominated for writing or directing. Right. Which is usually a bad sign. But when I look, especially if voters, all these voters are watching episode submissions, even if Modern Family isn't consistently great over 22 or 23 episodes, right, they submit the-, the submitted episodes are really great it's Mm -hmm. still and it's so palatable it's so easy to just throw on even if you don't know anything about these shows like there isn't that super broad arc it's it's just a sitcom right like a traditional classic old-fashioned throwback sitcom that still works really well right Uh, and some of those submitted episodes they're still sort of pushing the the form the format like there's one episode that the american skyper yeah that one's great there's i hated that episode Full disclosure. I actually think that this, not to jump in on top of you, no, but I, because I also agree that like even in past years when I'm like, please let it be not Modern Family's time, I've still sort of recognized that it probably will be. And the big reason that I'm thinking it's not this year is because of the no directing and writing and writing and the only acting nominations being for Todd Rollins or the Bowen. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it really does feel like the tide has sort of turned on that show. I hope so. But also, I do, still like it. I do too, actually. But the episodes, I didn't think that the episodes it submitted were its best, and I hated the Skype episode. All right. I hated it as a gimmick, and I just. Ugh. But maybe that's but just because. But I can see I lots of people it's... that are Emmy voters, which 
many of whom are stupid <laughs> based on their track record right. of who they're choosing to win could be like, ooh, look at that. Right. It's on the computer. But that versus like Veep, which also took a chance of mixing it up with the testimony episode. Yeah, no, I'm, I much prefer Veep, and I, I think know, it's I like miles stronger. But I also right. don't feel like I can give Emmy voters at large that much credit. Right. Well, I also hated the closet, you'll love it episode, which is about Jay's, like, yeah, bad. The, like, commercial or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Again, I just didn't think that it picked its All right. strongest episodes. Fair season. enough. Fair enough. Um, but I also think, I mean, if not one of those two transparent, I think is it's a strong possibility. I agree. I think transparent could totally win, and I would not be shocked at all. Nor disappointed, because no. that show is really terrific. It's... Again, it's not really a comedy. Yeah. So it'll be a little bit weird for a non-comedy to win. Correct, correct. Um, but it's a super strong show and a great ensemble, and I wouldn't be sad to see it win. Agreed. I hope it's Veep of the possibles, but if I had a boat, it would be Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, Veep is my predicted. Okay. Um... My dark horse, I'm saying, is Modern Family, just because that one's always lurking around the corner, threatening to win. Um, <laughs> although I think Transparent is not far behind it. Um, and my vote would 100% be for Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Although I will say, because I think we shit on it last time, Silicon Valley has one of the worst pilots I have ever seen in my life, and I hated it. And not a great second episode. And not a strong second really episode. Um, but it hit its stride in its second season in particular, which is the one it's currently nominated for. Yeah. It's actually a terrifically funny show. So It is. I was pissed at it last year, and I didn't give it much of a chance because I thought it was garbage. But I'm glad I stuck through yeah. and watched it all. I think it's a worthy nominee. Not a winner, but... No. It's also like Veep in that it has really great... Or Parks and Rec in a way that sort of the more non-traditional comedies have really great callbacks and circular writing. Like, mm -hmm. they're able to take jokes to a whole different level that are is unanticipated. So it's not even just, it's a funny joke that makes me laugh, but they have funny jokes which make me surprised. Yeah. Which I think is also a common thing in Veep, which I mm -hmm. appreciate and would love to see. I hope, I hope Veep wins. I really do. Yeah, I mean, obviously I hope Parks and Rec wins, but I don't think it has much of a, no. I think much the, of a I shot. I think the final nomination is its reward. Maybe we can mm -hmm. cross our fingers and Amy Poehler will shank Julia Louis in the back. And... <laughs> I don't know about that, but I hope she pulls out a, <laughs> well, metaphorically, a legit win. Metaphorically. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> JDL is a treasure. Or she JLD is. is a treasure, and I would hate for her to die, but I really want Amy Poehler to win. So As with that, those are our predictions. Mm -hmm. Now... Uh -oh. Maddie, Maddie D, I have some trivia for you. Yikes. The pressure's on. You ready? What but, you got? Well, I'm, I made it slightly easy. Pretty much everything is either multiple choice or okay. true-false. Great. Love it. So starting off, maybe easy, maybe not. This Who, is all Emmy-related, yes. All Emmy-related. <laughs> Great. This is just trivia. Just random science. Who was the 18th president of the United States? No idea. Um, who hosted the Emmys 10 years ago in 2005? Oh, Christ. A, Conan O'Brien. B, Ellen DeGeneres. C, Gary Shandling. Or D, Ryan Seacrest. 
10 years ago. Okay, well, if you, the big four networks switch off, so I would have to know the order. It definitely wasn't Fox, so I'm guessing it's not Ryan Seacrest. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have been Gary Shandling. Ellen, I know, hosted the Emmys really well right after 9-11, which she came back to do it again at some point. And what was A? Who's the first? Conan O'Brien. Oh, could have been on NBC. I'm going to say Conan. Wrong. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. Damn. Damn de damn. Although, shockingly, Gary Shandling was like 2003. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, because when I was picking who else to put on the thing, I wanted to do the years around it, so it would be like harder to oh. remember. And I did 2004, which was Conan. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think I went to 2003 and it was Gary Shandling. I was like, what the fuck? Really? But anyways, I threw him in there. Good for him. Yeah, good for Gary. <laughs> I was like, I must not have been watching in 2003, because I for sure do well, not remember that. definitely was, but no. Um, all right, number two. That would have been the year Deborah Messing, by the way. Yes. Uh, number two. In uh, how many decades, in how many decades has Betty White won an Emmy? Mm. A, three. B, six. C, 5, or D, 4? And I will tell you, she has won five Emmys. Okay. She has a total of five Emmys. Oh, so well, it's then not going to be six. <laughs> well, that, was that would be super impressive really if it was six. Dumb of me. But okay, she only has five Emmys. I'm going to guess she probably won... Oh, God, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, she won in this decade because she won reality host for TV reality or competition program for mm -hmm. Betty White's Opera Rockers, I'm pretty sure, mm -hmm. last year or a couple years ago. That's one. I'm sure she won, well, Golden Girls, which would have been the 80s. Mm -hmm. And then she probably won in like the 70s maybe for something else, maybe like a guest actress or she was on, what, Rhoda or Mary Tyler Moore or one of those things. Mary Tyler Moore. I'm going to say three. Four. Damn. Four. Oh, well. There was a, like, a guest actress somewhere in the 90s, too. Okay. But you got I all the other that ones. Was, that was and she won twice in the 70s, twice, two years in a row for Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. All right. Well, we... Oh, we haven't gone over this. True or false? Emmy winners have to buy their own statue. What? <laughs> I hope that's false, but... I could totally see that being true. Uh, so I'm going to say true. It is true. Wow. Yes. They are $400. Jesus. <laughs> Congrats, you won, but now you have to buy this. And it's made mostly of like cheap metals and then dipped in like a gold paint. I'm sure. I mean, I guess they have to... Maybe they're paying for it to be like engraved or whatever. To Possibly. what they won for. It's also because, you know, a million Emmys are awarded. That's true. Especially when you consider, like, daytime Emmys and regional Emmys, in which right. there's, like, a thousand. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like a $400 million <laughs> thing. Anyway, so they do. So congratulations, you won. If you would like to leave the building with it, please hand over your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I wonder then if, like, the studios reimburse their actors for it. Probably not. Oh. Um, 
Uh, number four, how many times has the Academy Award telecast won an Emmy? Mm -hmm. A, 46 times. B, 32 times. C, 57 times. Or D, 64 times. Good lord and butter. <laughs> I guess it's one of those. Um, <laughs> you found me out. Trick question. <laughs> it's good lord and butter. Um, well, there's so many, like, lighting and camera work and all that, that it would win. Directing, it used to always win. Or, I guess, lately, it's mostly been whoever directs the Tony Awards. I will tell you that this is specifically for as a special program. Wow. You could have won that many times? I'm going to say the lowest one, 32. 46. Damn, that was my first instinct. That's all right. Some of these were hard. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm getting you back for when we did our 2005 trivia. And they were, and they were difficult. That'll tricky. be posted at some point. Yes. Um, who is... If you don't get this, you're going to laugh when you do get this. Oh, no. Who is the only character played by the same actor to be nominated for his appearance on three different television shows? Huh. I feel like this is a, a trivia question I have heard before. Um, maybe not. I mean, I guess Kelsey Grammer may have been nominated for Cheers and then Frasier and maybe he guessed it on something. As preacher, but that seems silly. Uh, no multiple choices here. No. All right, I'm probably not gonna do. Give me a, a, a. Is it male or female? Male. Okay. Is the character still on TV? No. No. Nineties. Yes. Mm, comedy. Yes. Ah. Uh, you were just driving down the right road. David Hyde Pierce? No. Kelsey Grammer? Yes. Yeah? As Frasier? Yes. yes. Oh, wow. He was also on an episode, appeared as Frasier on an episode of, um, I didn't write it down, the Airplane Set Show. Wings. Wings. I loved Wings. Yep. He was nominated for Guest Actor for Wings and then was also wow. nominated for... They just love their Kelsey Cheers. Grammer. Yes. And I laughed about this, dear listeners, because... <laughs> Matt and I continuously joke that Kelsey Grammer is still being nominated for Frasier, despite it having been off the air for many, many years now. I'm giving you a star. And Tony Shalhoub keeps getting nominated for months. I'm pretty <laughs> yes. sure he's still in, in the nominations. Yeah. He still yes. wins. They just yeah. sent him with an invoice for $400. $400, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this circles back to where we were going before. Mm. True or false? If Viola Davis or Taraji P. Henson win lead actress drama, she would be the first black woman to ever win in that category. Oh. Actually, no, I think that's false. I think no black woman has ever won lead actress in a comedy, but I think one time there has been an actress who's won in lead actress drama, so I'm going to say false. Incorrect. No. You forgot about Felicia Rashad. Didn't she win uh, in comedy? Oh, okay, I guess. Um, Did she? I don't know. But no uh, black woman has ever won okay, in so lead actress drama. They've won in supporting and they've right. won in cate comedy categories, but none has won. Damn. And actually, as a matter of fact, Viola and Taraji this year became the sixth and seventh black woman ever nominated in that category in the history of the Emmys. Oh, Lord. So... More power to one of them winning. 
Amen. Number seven, we have two more questions. All right. Who holds the most nominations for actress in a comedy? A, Betty White. B, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. C, Lucille Ball. Or D, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Incorrect. Last Fuck. year, Julia Louis-Dreyfus overtook Lucille Ball. Oh. Bad bitch. <laughs> so Julia Louis-Dreyfus is All right. the most nominated comedy actress. For lead? For lead, yeah. Wow. Good for her. And our final question. Oh. How many years has John Hamm received acting nods for both a dramatic and a comedic performance? Mm. Um, this year and at least two other years. It's probably three or four. Um... I am going to say three. Is it four? Four. God, son of a bitch. I four. hate the Emmys. There are three separate seasons he appeared on 30 Rock, and, and he was nominated, nominated all for all three. And then this year, four. So Tina Fey has really been helping him up his probability, even though he still loses every year. Right. Up in his loss count. Yeah. You know. So that's some fun Emmy trivia for you folks to take in. I hope you remember on Emmy night that everyone who is a winner is also a loser of $400. <laughs> that's the main takeaway. Which was by far the most shocking <laughs> thing I learned. Oh. Fingers crossed for a Taraji or Viola win to make history. Or a not modern family win. And for sure. Or a John Hamm win. Let's hope for all Parks and Recreation wins, even as write-ins, and then just all American, the Americans win. The Americans, on, yes, on the drama side. I'm okay with that. Except the for Lena Hetty, she can still win supporting actress. I guess, I guess. Uh, the Emmys air Sunday, September 20th, yes. at whatever time it is in your time zone on Fox. <laughs> I don't know your life. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, on Fox, hosted by Andy Samberg. You should... Check it out, and I'll have my full list of predictions up at the the website, cinemunch.com, if you want to check them out and see just how wrong I am and how wrong Elizabeth is. I'm sure we'll go, like, zero for however many categories <laughs> it was, because it's the Emmys. Yes! Uh, the biggest the, shit show around. In the words of Merritt Weaver, I gotta go. So, <laughs> Bye! bye. <laughs>